Welcome to Dad Up, the podcast show for dads about dads being dads. I'm your host, Brian Ward. Thank you for listening. If you're new to the show, I hope you enjoy listening. Please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss anything. My guest today on Dad Up is Steve Slazak. For dads that may encounter tragedy on their parenting journey, it takes a special dad to persevere and come through it as an even better father. This is a case for Steve. His story will move you, empower you, and will show you that no matter what you may be facing in your life, nothing can prevent you from being the best dad you can be. Please listen to Steve's story of his struggles he has been going through for years and how much it has made him an even better father than ever before. Please welcome Steve Slazak to Dad Up. Steve, thank you very much for joining me on Dad Up. I appreciate it. Um, I know you, uh, you have a pretty unique story, so uh, I'm glad you took the time to uh, chat with me. Yes, definitely. Uh, thank you, Brian. I really appreciate uh, our discussion that we're about to have. But if you don't mind, I'd like to uh, start with the prayer and then sure. uh, answer your questions. Awesome. I appreciate it. Lord, thank you for Brian and I meeting to discuss our families. We're excited to learn more from one another. Thank you for watching over us as we spend time with our families, facing the fun times and the challenges. And thank you for helping to get through these challenges. We're grateful for the happiness you provide for us with all of our children, spouses, and close friends by our side. We pray that we can learn and understand how we can continue to build our relationships with your guidance. We thank you, Lord. In God's name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, cool. Thank you for doing that. Um, let's do this for people that don't know who you are. I mean, you and I have been uh, pretty good friends for several years. So, uh, for people that don't know who you are, um, let's kind of get a little bit of backstory, a little bit about your, your life, um, and a little bit about your testimony and also uh, the things that you've been going through over the last several years and also about your family, your wife and your kids. Okay. So my name is Steve Slazak. I grew up in a park. I met my wife, Tony. And I thank God for that every day. She, uh, she really, you know, made things happen for me and what I was going through. So we ended up getting married and we have three kids. My son, Stephen, is 28 now. I can't believe it. My daughter, Maddie, is uh, 19, just about to turn 20. Can't believe that either. And then my son, Sam is 16 and a half you know we've done everything we were hoping for and we're still doing that uh the kids are doing very well in school or college that they're in and just uh we're very proud of them before tony and i got married we discussed to uh actually for her to stay at home that was a a big part of our discussion before we got married we knew that you know from the way I grew up and just made a lot of sense for me. You know, Tony and I talked through that and wanted to do the same and we did end up doing that. Always being with the kids, that was always my favorite thing to do, whether we were, you know, out at their sports activity or helping them do homework as they were growing up. And, uh, you know, it was just always really just watch them grow. and made a big difference for us then about gosh i think three and a half years ago came across a pretty you know serious situation uh, not only for me but for my family as well it started off um, 
just in what I think a strange way, as I was driving, my right foot on my gas pedal just would start shaking. But, you know, when I would walk or move it around, it wasn't shaking just when I was driving. So, you know, my wife and I went to our family doctor and kind of asked a few questions. And that was on a Friday, actually. And then he called Monday morning, actually. So Friday afternoon, had the MRI, got the phone call Monday morning, and it was uh, just said, hey, can you come over to my office? So we got the results and just want to discuss them with you. Anyway, so when I met with him Monday morning, he uh, you know, showed me the MRI, and as we looked through it, we identified that, uh, you know, obviously what the doctor saw, there was a really big tumor on my brain. It was uh, you know, the size of my fist, and I just wow. couldn't believe it, you know, making right. my foot shake. And now we're seeing, you know, we're seeing that it's a tumor. Just couldn't believe that. So he sent us to the neurosurgeon, and the neurosurgeon was discussing everything that he was seeing, and then confirming that, you know, we should get some more information. So he put me through a couple of other procedures and determined that. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, definitely needs surgery. So when I, he, uh, you know, ran me through a couple of other types of uh, procedures and identified that he wanted to do a more effective, I guess, um, MRI. So this one was actually, it turned out to be a four-hour MRI, which, uh, you know, a long time when you're running right. down, going through the sex process. He then determined based on the specifics that he got uh, that he was going to do surgery, you know, within that month. So it turned out that on August 31st of 2016, I brain surgery, just couldn't believe it. Wow. So, you know, obviously the challenge for my wife and I was, you know, going through this with with our family, with our Greek kids, and, you know, basically just talk with them about it every time, you know, every appointment I was going to, every thing that each doctor was looking for, and we just wanted to, you know, definitely keep them on track and make sure they were, uh, you know, knowing that we were telling them everything we were going through. That was our decision. I know not every family does that, but for us, it made sense. It was hard for them to understand what we were trying to explain. But, you know, in my opinion, they took it as, you know, as the best that they could. It was uh, hard for all of us, but, you know, we were talking through what the doctors were recommending and, talking through how I felt about it and how Tony felt about it. And I think the fact that we were able to have these discussions with the kids just made all of us feel better. I'm sorry that you've gone through that, um, and not only for you, but for your family. 
definitely appreciate that. I know that, you know, it was when surgery was over, it was, uh, you know, still a lot of discussions and with the doctors and with my family. In fact, uh, it's kind of funny because my son, Sam, um, you know, he just calls it the, the scratch that I have on my head. Uh, you know, we, that's what he called it at first, but now we kind of still call it that it's, it's funny, you know, it's been three and a half years now and, uh, you know, the scar, um, my hair covers it now, which is good, but mm-hmm. the scar kind of starts from the top middle of my forehead, goes all the way to the back of the bottom of my head, back up to over the year and right in front of the year. So it was, uh, quite the surgery and, you know, now it's just a scar. Now, when you, um, you know, going through this, this, I guess, you know, this medical crisis, what, what kind of things did you learn about your children as you were going through this? Well, so I always knew the fact that, you know, that I always wanted to spend my time with them. And so after going through this, I just wanted to kind of get back in in play. That's what we've done before. So, you know, the goal was to just get back to what we've always been doing. Business as usual. Exactly. And did it change your perspective on parenting going through this? Well, so parenting is, you know, I, I think it changed it a little bit just to pull me even closer to my family. So obviously before this type of surgery, I was always, you know, impacted at work. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of things that were going on at work. And, you know, I was always uh, getting stressed out. But then when I would come home, it was it was different being with my family. The difference now is that, you know, if I'm getting stressed out at work, I keep in my mind that I don't need to do that. I don't need to get stressed out. I don't need to worry about it because, you know, my family is with me. And it gave you a, a much greater appreciation for uh, the, the people that, that are there with you through uh, good times and bad. Exactly. And, you know, when, when I was in the hospital going through my third surgery, was in the hospital for a month mm-hmm. and going through the third surgery is kind of, uh, you know, described in a way that um, brings me back to what we just discussed. So you know, having that third surgery was on a Friday morning time frame, and it was to, uh, you know, to fix whatever other, problems the doctor was finding so i had that friday and woke up the next day and of course my wife tony sitting right next to me and you know we started talking i just said oh good morning you know how did everything go for me what did the doctors tell you and so i could tell by the way she looked at me that Something was a little bit different. Well, it turned out that she 
you know, we're talking about it being Saturday. And she said, well, you know, it's Monday. And I said, oh, it's Monday. And then she told me, you know, the story of the doctors just um, actually asked Tony to start calling my family because, you know, they had a big concern and, you know, probably thought that wasn't going to make it. And so, uh, you know, she just did. She called the rest of our family, some people coming from Northern California and just going through the, uh, the process to visit me on what could have been, you know, any time that weekend that I would pass away. So we had um, many visitors that weekend. I didn't even know. I woke up that Monday morning and I felt fine, I thought. And Tony told me the story over the weekend of family coming in and praying for me, being with me, talking with one another about what I was going through. And um, I really didn't know that happened. But, you know, I think about it all the time now. It was just um, an unbelievable experience for me that. I woke up on a Monday morning thinking it was just the next day. And obviously, I didn't know. I didn't know anybody visited me that weekend. I just thought that it was one surgery, waking up the next morning. So, you know, as I think about, you know, what God did for me to help me go through uh, the challenges that I was going through at that time, it's just, you know, my opinion just unbelievable, and you know, I'm thanking God every day. Um, that, that is um, that's amazing, and um, like I said, I said it before, but uh, we are certainly uh, thankful that uh, you're still with us, brother. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm, you know, very proud that my kids were able to go through that whole process with me, and I talked to them. Every day, all the time, you know, my son living in Santa Barbara, we uh, are able to talk over the phone or visit each other. But uh, my other two living at home were just happy with what they're working on. I can, you know, continue to, you know, talk with Tony about uh, what we're seeing and what Tony can help them with while I'm at work. And so I, I just think that, you know, based on the situation, it's, Working, working with my family, everything's going well. Well, awesome. Now, let me ask you this: what um, What do you enjoy most about being a dad? Well, encouragement. Um, so, whether they're having, you know, challenges in school or in sports or tests, I just want to continue to um, talk with them and give them full encouragement. I know that, you know, what, what I went through is, you know, definitely was not easy, but the fact that they were all with me and in my mind, helping me to make things happen. Uh, they were encouraging me. They were talking with me about uh, what they were doing. So I want to continue that encouragement for them from my standpoint. 
Yeah. So, so I mean, you, you you set the example by being involved, and they wanted to make sure that that even through the the difficult time that you were going through, they wanted to make sure they were staying involved with you. Um, so you certainly set that example. All right. Now, what about uh, other than you know, obviously the the medical crisis that you've been going through? What kind of challenges? What were the challenges that you faced being a dad? Well, I think um, you know with with Stephen at the age that he's at. Uh, he moved um, to Santa Barbara quite some time ago, and you know, just talking with him and identifying what you know he's able to do there is, in, in my opinion, it's pretty amazing. You know, to find a job all by himself and grow in the area that he really likes now, which is um, he's in. IT analyst. That wasn't something that he was looking for, but it kind of just came across and he's making things happen now with a very, very good company. So I'm just uh, extremely proud of what he's gone through. Awesome. And and what about uh, with Sam and Maddie? What kind of um, challenges did you face with, uh, with them? Well, so with Maddie, I think uh, just the fact that I went through uh, this medical situation, you know, it impacted her in a different way. You know, she's um, always, you know, talking with me in different uh, things that we're talking about, not just, you know, the medical issue that I had, but no matter what she's going through, she's always talking with me about it. And, um, you know, sometimes I just want to make sure that I can encourage her based on what challenges she's facing. For example, uh, when she started college, she took 16 credits in her first two semesters, which I thought, you know, was a little bit over. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She did that. And then in the second year, she took 23 credits. I couldn't believe it. So, you know, I was uh, letting her know how I was feeling about that, which, you know, I was concerned about how can she handle all that and what can I do to help her. And she made it happen. And uh, I was very proud of her. But, you know, during that time, I was concerned that it was going to be too much of a challenge. Right. Well, then, guess what happened? Second semester of her second year, she uh, took 31 credits, which is what she's doing right now. So that is uh, extremely extremely challenging. Just, again, very proud of her. You know, he's, uh, like I mentioned, he's getting great grades at school. He's going to a private school as well, doing the sports that he's doing throughout the entire High school year is challenging, so he is a busy guy with all the activities he's handling at school. Oh, you can handle it. That's what high school is about, right? <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> now, what way, what way did your life change when you became a dad? You know, as Tony and I were talking through it before we got married, we, we definitely uh, wanted her to be uh, at home with the kids as they were growing up and, 
you know, that made me very proud of the fact that being at work, I knew that Tony was always with the kids. So when I would come home, she'd be able to talk to me about what happened during the day. Uh, most of the time, very positive, but, you know, occasionally little uh, problem here or there and would be able to talk through it. And, you know, so that was, you know, probably one of the challenges that I thought that I had was, you know, not knowing exactly, you know, what was happening each day. But, you know, Tony was able to always keep me up to date. And, you know, I really liked that. Right. And um, so just a matter of, of um, not knowing how much it was going to impact your daily life, um, being a dad uh, and having to be involved as much as you could be, um, while at the same time having a, having a spouse that's, that's um, handling the day-to-day while you're at work. Um, but it, the, the change for you um, is just uh, kind of worrying about the day-to-day while you're off at your career trying, trying to provide for the family. That's right. That's right. That was, uh, you know, a, a big challenge for, for us, but, you know, I think we agreed to go through that type of process. And, you know, our youngest is now 16 and a half, and she and I feel very proud of uh, what we provided them and how we're still handling everything that they're going through. Now, your kids are, are, are getting older. I mean, obviously, Maddie's off in college now, and, and you know, Stephen's off in his career, and you got you got a 16-year-old. But in what ways did you guys, when they were growing up, and what, how did you and Tony handle the discipline? Well, I think uh, just Tony was home. He was with our kids, just making things happen for them. And, and uh, for me, as... You know, I got all the information, you know, whether we were talking over the phone, while I was out uh, on a business trip or, you know, when I was home, we would just talk through every little challenge that we were identifying and make sure everything was happening the, the way we needed it to. And, you know, Tony was on top of this and I you know, was able to get updates from her basically at that time. And so the difference now, obviously, is just being, you know, at home with the kids and going through the same, but, you know, talking upon their situations myself with them just makes a big difference. Yeah. I'm talking, you know, honestly, a lot of the dads that I interviewed, that's one of the things that they, um, and one of the ways that they discipline is, is just talking through it. Uh, open communication is uh, certainly important with our kids, and especially in a time where they're uh, needing a little bit of structure uh, or discipline. Um, communication, talking with them uh, is absolutely uh, uh, critical. I agree 100%. So what do, you, um, what do you wish you knew before you had kids that you know now? Well, I know this uh, probably sounds kind of different or strange, but, you know, I wish that I knew the impact that I would have going through this uh, disease of cancer. You know, I I got this at 
46 years old. I knew nothing about it. I wish I would have known that if something were to occur, you know, how how would we have handled that? So we have more knowledge about it as we, you know, continue to grow through our relationship as a family. But obviously, we, we didn't know. We had to uh, figure it out instantly when we were going through this. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I wish I knew before I had kids is if something were to occur, what would we do? No, that's a great answer. Now, um, if you had to give advice to somebody that may be going through a major life challenge or crisis, what advice would you give that dad? Well, so I, I attend that church from my standpoint, you know, as we go through our discussions at our cancer group meetings, uh, we're always, which I believe as well, is talking about encouragement. I already talked about it in, in our discussion now, but, you know, what can I do for them? I don't want to tell them what they should end up doing in their lives. I just want to make sure that great encouragement and good backup plans help them with as they're getting older and that uh, that would really help them. Right. Now, so encouragement's key for you. Definitely is. Yeah. Well, awesome. Um, well, so what's going on with you guys this year? What do you guys got going on this year? For you personally and then you and the family. Well, so so this year, you know, from from my medical standpoint and they pushed out my doctor appointments, uh, which is every three months now. At first cool. it was uh, quite often, you know, three years ago yeah. and then they moved it to every month and then every five weeks and now uh it's every three months. So as we you know, attend the appointment, Tony and I, we are hearing that everything is the same, which is good. So right. nothing has changed since, uh, you know, what happened uh, three years ago, and we're we're happy about that. With the kids, age that they're at, you know, again, we're extremely happy with not only the fact that they're doing well, but how they are handling challenges that they're coming across. So not only are they just asking and we can help them, but now that they're older, they're, you know, able to do it themselves and talk with us about it. And again, we're just very proud of how they're handling challenges in their lives. Well, cool. Well, um, Steve, uh, honestly, brother, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm thankful that uh, that things are going well for you. Um, our family, my family, um, and the friends around you, you know, will continue to pray for you and your family. And uh, you you have an angel on your shoulder in Tony being there by your side. Um, she is uh, absolutely. She uh, she just um, probably doesn't even know what she is. Um, for me and, and our family. She saved my life. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Uh, thankful that you're 
still able to do the things that you're doing. You're still working full time and, and you're, You've always been involved, Dad, but you're um, even more involved now. And and I I just think you're a you're a superb dad, and you certainly represent the dad up community very well. So um, I I truly am thankful that you took the time to uh, share your story, your testimony, and also talk about uh, your family a little bit. Well, thank you very much. I definitely enjoyed it as well. Awesome. Well, you have a good week, and um, let's stay in touch. Okay. Okay. Let's do that. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you again to Steve for talking with me on Dad Up. As you heard, Steve's story is so incredible. You can hear in his voice just how scary his journey has been. However, what I love about Steve's interview, you also heard just how much he deeply loves his kids. Let Steve's journey prove to us all that we are capable of being a superhero to our kids and our family. Steve is certainly the superhero to his. Steve Slazak represents the Dad Up community very well. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. And as I said before, please subscribe. It is also important to share the show with others. The only way the show continues to get noticed is if you're sharing and talking about it. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for guests, or would like to be a guest yourself, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at CoachBWard or email me at dadaptribe at gmail.com. As always, I'm your host, Brian Ward. Thank you for listening. This is Dad Up.